0: what's up y'all we're in the manhattan beach studio yeah we are still here and
1: uh we're recording and we're excited about that and uh we had another i guess it was a question comment Someone wrote in to me on my Instagram and she was actually asking for other resources and uh, we can maybe list some if we have some. Uh, But I thought this was a good question, a good topic. She said, I saw your post about not caring what others think. So I had just posted something about getting older and feeling less attached to how people see you. Mm -hmm. And she said, I thought I was doing good with this. Then I got home from a work event and have been driving myself crazy thinking that a couple of my friends don't like me. I'm not sure why I'm feeling this way. But do you have any books or people besides yourself that could that I could follow? Thank you. Mm. The toughie.
0: Well, I feel like we all at some point get insecure in a relationship. You know, it could be a personal friendship. It could be a romantic relationship. But for whatever reason, just every once in a while we get these little, ah, I'm not good enough or they don't like me. And it may be triggered by something like real or it may just be in your fucking head and it could be just hormones and you're feeling a certain way or it could just be completely made up or it could be like you're like yeah they actually don't like me and there's (laughs) something going on and you're picking up on something so all that to say regardless of if you're picking up on something real or it's in your head the first question to really ask yourself, is it helpful to worry about what they're thinking, right? So I think that we have to kind of start with this idea of what other people think, like, how does that even help us? And I I think that there probably is some evolutionary biological reason, you know, we hear about these, like, back in the day you might have been scared to be kicked out of the tribe and then you would have been left on your own so i think we do have some biological reasons why we are worried about what people think or why we try to fit in or why we want to please others so there's something deeply rooted and so i don't think it's something we could totally run away from and when i hear people say i don't care what anyone thinks like and they fully just say that as a blanket statement i'm like "Ah, you probably care about what a few people think you probably have cared before I think that sometimes saying that you don't care what anyone thinks is a defense mechanism. Um, But I do think that you can not care or not let it affect you. So we can dig into some nuances there, but I just kind of want to start with that kind of overarching, like, yeah, I
1: love, I I love that you mentioned about like, you might've gotten kicked out of the tribe. And it's really interesting because I think um, I heard a study that people that showed that people were more scared of being isolated than they were of dying. Mm. They're literally more scared of being alienated by a group than they are of dying. And so when you think about it from that perspective, I think that there's always going to be something about being human and being like a rational, like a a relational being that you're going to want to find connection. You're going to want to be part of a a group. You're going to want to be part of a community. You're going to want to feel like you belong. And I think, so that's probably where a lot of this really stems from. I think that the question I really have is number one, does everyone need to like you? Like, I think that's probably my biggest question because, and I think there was like a meme or something going around about this like years ago that was like, why do you need everyone to like you? You don't even like everybody. And so when you think about it that way and you sort of like turn it on its head, like you don't like everybody. So why would you expect to be liked by everybody? You know, and so at the end of the day is, I have to ask myself, like I'm going through life, is the goal that every single person I encounter likes me? And I think that if you ask yourself that question, you're like, yeah, of course, that's that could never happen. You could be the kindest, nicest, sweetest, go out of your way person, and still people are going to have a problem with you. And so I think that's sometimes where we get to where we're like, where am I going wrong? What's happening? Why don't they like me? What's what it is about me? And sometimes we feel more sensitive about one person versus another. You know, We might be like, oh, I really want that person to like me because we really like them. So oftentimes, what I find is, if it's someone who I don't really that I don't really care about, if they don't like me, I'm like, oh well, that's great. We both agree. <laughs> but if it is someone that I really like or someone that I really want to be friends with, or someone I like kind of aspire to have a relationship with, and then I'm getting a vibe that they don't like me, that kind of sucks, right? You yeah. sort of feel let down. So ask yourself, I mean, there's just some discernment here. So I don't know that every single person, that's not the goal of living, I don't believe. And I think the goal is to, in my estimation, ask myself am I giving the right people the opportunity to like me because I'm showing up as myself? Mm. And you have to ask yourself, am I showing up? And this is inclusion, right? When I when I show up as me, the most authentic version of me, I'm gifting everyone in my life with the opportunity to, to decide do they like it or not. Imagine really liking someone and then finding out they're, they're fucking pretending to be someone else. It's like devastating. Mm-hmm. You're literally liking or falling in love with or loving someone who like it's not even them. And so remember it's a service to the people in your life to show up as much as yourself as you can so that they see everything, that they that all of your attributes and the way that you are and their vibe and your energy and all those kind of things are fully on display so that they can decide where they you know the same thing online business, right? And we talk about personal branding, one of the best things you can do is show up as you so that it either repels or attracts the right person. And it's kind of the same thing in life, I feel like.
0: Yeah. I think something you said that's so important is to show up as yourself and let people decide. I think what can be really tricky is the person who, and like, let's say the people pleaser who tries to be Mm. the right person for everyone else that they don't know who they are. So I think one of the Mm. steps to help yourself uh, not care as much is you first need to know yourself. And in order to know yourself, you have to do, you kind of have to just, Be yourself. (laughs) And it's this weird like loop. But I think, you know, back to getting kicked out of the tribe, a lot of times I think some of these people pleasing tendencies slash worrying about what other people think maybe came from childhood to keep you safe, right? We, we, behave in ways that keep us safe and a lot of times we do something as children we do something when we're growing up that maybe are maladaptive today but they worked to keep us safe when we were younger Mm. so maybe you only got affirmation from your parents or your school teachers or whoever you cared about Um, by acting a certain way and you weren't really being your authentic self, but you knew how to act in a certain way that made people like you or treat you nice. And so you adapted by just always showing up like that, showing up as the people pleaser, as the teacher's pet, or as everyone's best friend. And as you got older, you realized there were so many people you couldn't put on 30,000 masks and faces and make everyone happy. And suddenly you're like, I don't know who I am and I don't know how to make everyone happy. And now I'm stressed out because this isn't working anymore. And so I think there, there comes a point where you have to go, okay, this isn't about trying to make everyone like me. This isn't about trying to see if I can, I don't know, win the popularity contest of everyone. And you're not going to, um, (laughs) you're not going (laughs) to die if someone doesn't like you. And to Jill's point, like you don't like everyone either. So you don't need everyone to like you, adore you, think you're amazing. Um, Also, you know, she said, I was worried about my friends don't like me. Well, that can be solved with a simple conversation. Sometimes it could come off as insecure, like, hey, do you not like me anymore? (laughs) What did I do? Like, that's a kind of odd conversation to have, but it could be a conversation to have if you really feel, you know, hey, did I do something? Things feel off because maybe you are feeling something that really happened. Maybe you're like something shifted in the energy. I noticed we used to be close and now it doesn't seem like we are. Did something change instead of sitting there stewing in your own thoughts of, People don't like me anymore. Friends don't like me anymore. You might just have something valid to say, but you also need to ask yourself, am I just being insecure? Mm. (laughs) And I, I remember having this kind of similar conversation when I was starting dating my boyfriend. Both of us had partners that cheated on us. So we were insecure about people cheating, right? And so I remember we had a conversation about phones, like DMs and texts. And we had this moment of we shared each other's phones and we're like, look at each other's DMs. And then we said, look, you can ask me to see my phone DMs at any time. And I can ask you to see it at any time. But you need to ask yourself, do you want to see my phone because I'm acting shady and I'm doing something like seems off? Or is it because you're insecure and you just, Mm. you know, you're trying to get, you're trying to like scratch that itch. So you have to know yourself. Are you, are you just a really insecure person? This person who we're saying, you know, she sounded like she said she was doing really well. Or is there something real behind it? Because there could be. And it doesn't necessarily mean that people don't like you. There just might be something, an incident that just needs to be addressed. And then once you address it, it's cleared. And then you could feel better right away. But to the point of, does this help you at all? I don't know. Like, Does stewing about, worrying about people who like you or don't like you, is that Benefiting your life? Is it paying your bills? Is it raising your children? Is it is it doing anything to help you by thinking about it? And mm-hmm. to me, I think the answer is no. You know, worrying about like if I'm worried about what Jill thinks, that's not paying my rent. <laughs>
1: well, and you're also not going to show up in a way that is yourself because you're just constantly hedging. Mm. Like, okay, is this? going to be okay with them. And I don't know about you, but like I've been around people like that who like you could tell they're sort of trying to like change to please or try to be agreeable in certain situations. And I personally find that off-putting. You know, what is actually really attractive to me and makes me want to be around someone more is authenticity, right? And like showing up sort of unapologetically and in your, what you said earlier, like don't show up be like, here's, you know, like in a, a very much like a zero fucks way, like, like, oh, see if you can handle me. It's just more like showing up and having like a quiet confidence about you. That's probably going to be help more people actually actually like you because there's something so attractive about the authenticity of that, someone who knows themselves so well. And so I agree. I think it could easily slip into I'm being insecure and then that, that insecure energy is now off-putting, right? So it is a little bit of sort of a catch-22, but to your point about knowing yourself, that's such a huge piece. And I'm so glad you brought that up because uh, Mark Manson actually talks about this, not in his... Um, not subtle art not giving a fuck what was the other one everything is fucked everything is fucked yeah yeah he talks about and everything is fucked like sort of three levels of like development as a person and he says you know kids are very much just like honest because they just don't know any better right they're not like hedging against someone else's emotions or whatever they can't compute all that so they're just like i don't like your shirt like they're just super honest right And then when you get a little bit older and he calls this like the adolescent phase, now the adolescent phase can last your entire life, right? It doesn't have to be just in your teenage years. He says adolescent phase is way more transactional. It's like, if I'm this way, then this person will do the thing. Or if I'm this way, I get this thing. Like, it's very much like I have to be someone to get something. And I think a lot of people never sort of get out of that phase because they're constantly changing into a different version of themselves based on who they're around or to keep the peace or to make sure they're on good terms or whatever, never actually asking themselves themselves Who am I actually? And so I think one of the things that can help you like not care as much about how people see you is to know yourself and affirm who you are to yourself. Ironically, we literally just did an episode on like what your core values are. To me, that's always an anchor for me. So if I'm like, ah, this person doesn't like me, or I'm getting a weird vibe from this person, I'm just like, Jill, you're a good person. You are You know, these are the things that you value, you value integrity, you value honesty, you value, uh, you know, communication, self-trust. Like if someone doesn't like those things about you, then that's not your business to change their mind. It's really not. And so for some reason, that's not attractive to them for whatever reason, right? And it's not my job to go and find out exactly why. Why? And then the last thing I would ever want to do is change those things about me because I like those things about me. And so I think as you get older and to like just like close the loop, the Mark Manson like third level of sort of development as a human is like just sort of this confident adulthood, which, which is you know yourself, you know your values and you make decisions based on those values, not because you're trying to be seen or because you're trying to be liked or because you're trying to, honestly, like that's manipulation, right? Literally changing yourself To manipulate someone else's how they see you is, it's lying, right? If you think about it from that perspective, it really is lying. You have to literally be someone else so that someone likes you. And I think we do this so much without thinking. So that's why like having this conversation, a lot of this probably sounds like common sense, but we just switch and we change and we, you know, and it doesn't mean that you can't be agreeable sometimes. It doesn't mean you can't be chill or flexible or compromise, but there's a difference between compromise and being flexible versus putting on a whole new persona to make sure people like you. And to me, in my experience, it's it ends up backfiring big time. In fact, a lot of people just find it repellent.
0: Yeah. I think to be able to have people, whether they like you or not like you, for you to not care as much, you have to work on your own self-worth mm-hmm. and self-acceptance. And I think this is a big piece. I, I was trying to figure out, like thinking about how to build someone's self-esteem. And I feel like self-esteem kind of starts with self-acceptance first. You know, we talked with Sierra Nielsen on the podcast like a couple of years ago, and we were talking about body love and how some people, they preach like how to love your body. And it's like, how do you go from hating your body if you've struggled with body image straight to loving your body? And we kind of joked around, having this like first you have to have body like meh like okay (laughs) I just don't I don't hate it I don't love it I just I'm neutral towards my body and I think there's this part of our self-esteem is this self-acceptance and just kind of this like I I just am who I am so you have this acceptance versus extreme self-doubt self-hate self-whatever deprecation and go this is who I am and so for not for Sitting there, not being able, uh, trying not to care. I think you first have to kind of not care yourself. <laughs> not that you don't care, but you're just like, that's who I am. Like, not necessarily in the take it or leave it, but just knowing who you are. Going, this is who I who I am, and I accept that about myself. It's not something I'm insecure or I hate. It's just, it is, it is me. Like, I can be silly, I can be goofy, I can be, you know, flighty or whatever it is. So, working on your self acceptance mm. is a big piece to a th- to stepping into not worrying about other people, having a sense of self-worth. When you start to value yourself, you don't care as much what other people think. Um, When you're looking to others for validation, that's really where it comes from is like, you don't have enough validation in yourself, so you're looking for it elsewhere. And in order to get that self-worth, you got to work on things that make you competent and confident, right? So like setting, and we did some goal setting episodes a few episodes ago, like setting small goals and reaching them and hitting them. And as you build confidence and as you build competence, your self-worth increases. And when your self-worth is high, you really, you start to care less about what people think. So I think the other piece of this whole puzzle is having self-worth and self-acceptance. It's going to bring what other people think down on the totem pole of like what really matters in your in your life because when you like you when you're validating you you don't need that validation from other people and you're not as worried about how do you stack up to everyone else and then if there are real things if there are like noticeable my friends seem don't seem to like me then you can have that conversation from a place of I notice something for real, not just I'm insecure and I don't feel good and I need, I need you to validate me.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I love that you brought that up and this person who wrote in, I think I also want to validate because it sounds like she's like, I'm normally good with this, but for whatever reason I got triggered. And I think that's always going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think you can be someone who really does know yourself, someone who really does have a sense of self-worth and self-esteem and still right? Maybe you're getting ready to have your period. Maybe you're just going through a hard time. Maybe you're just super stressed out. Maybe you're super tired, right? Like you will always get triggered. And I think what was great about what she said was she just noticed it, you know, didn't spiral, noticed it and was like, I don't like this feeling. I don't like feeling worried about do people like me or not, you know? And so how can I overcome this? The last thing that I want to say, and you kind of touched on it with like people liking you doesn't pay your bills. It's sort of like you know, at the end of the day, and one of this is one of the practices I have is called practical pessimism. I literally think to myself like worst case scenario. Okay, what if those friends don't like me, right? Like I think to myself, like, what if those friends actually maybe I'm not making this up, maybe there is something there. And I this must just be like the autonomy in me the like avoidant in me. I'm like, If they don't like me, I don't fucking like them. Like, I think at the end of the day, that's sort of where I come down is like, I am not in the business of begging people to like me. So if they don't like me and they've decided that I'm good, you know, like, yeah, like maybe it breaks your heart for a second. I've certainly had relationships go sideways that I'm like, ah, like I, I get bummed, but I always come to, Yeah. I'm not going to beg for a friendship that doesn't want me. So at the end of the day, then you make the powerful decision. So it doesn't feel like you're being um, tossed aside. It's like, no, we're tossing each other aside. (laughs) It's like we both just decided like, hey, it's not a fit anymore, right? It's like, I wish the best, great. But if you don't want me, I don't want you. And I find a lot of personal power in that. Instead of feeling like the effect is I'm not good enough, now it's like, no, we're just both deciding to part ways or like whatever. And I'm like, cool, if you don't want me, I don't want you. Practical pessimism is being like, if that occur would I be okay would I be able to move forward and like yeah it might go through a period where it sucks but I think it's it's also important not to take it personally and let it sort of drag you down and like turn into this like and spiral into this big thing instead just go yeah it'd be fine plenty of friends out there there's plenty of fucking people in the world who do will like you will want to be friends with you and will like you be for the real version of you
0: Yep, I love it. I love it, and I would just you know caution against having the attitude of I don't care. Like I think you should care a little bit. Not not that you need to care what people think and that it's going to change. But should you
1: should you change based on people's?
0: No, no, you don't need to change anything. But I think you know if you're one of those people that like I don't care what anyone says or anyone does, I would just look at that and ask yourself if that's a defense that you're protecting yourself somehow, and that's okay if it is. Um, and that's not to say change and start worrying about it, but I, I think some people come off that way. And to it's me, it's almost like you
1: go on the offensive.
0: Yeah. It, to me, it kind of feels like it's deflecting and it's, there's probably something under that, that they were hurt. And so in order to not be hurt, it's like, I'm going to put up a wall so nobody can hurt me. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> we
1: actually <laughs> talked about this earlier on our walk.
0: Like, we'll just put up some walls. So we yeah, just a all, so well, then
1: you can never get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's uh that's really <laughs> helpful either. But it's always an option. Yeah. It's always an option. Well, we really appreciate the discussion and you know, I asked Danny if we had talked about this before and she didn't think that we had in like a full episode. I'm sure we've touched upon it several times. We did another episode on like what happens if you outgrow people or how to outgrow people. Um, you know, it's not a better or worse thing, and it's really just about a fit. And I think it's okay, especially as you change and people around you change. I mean thing your relationship is gonna change. So I think Don't always expect to be on good terms with every single person in your life at all times, you know? But to your point, I think it's okay if you've noticed something objectively different about the relationship to have the conversation. For me, it's like, don't shy away from that conversation. Don't make assumptions. Just go right to the source. If you're wondering if they don't like you, literally ask them.
0: Yeah. Do you not like me, Jill?
1: Uh, Sometimes I don't. Fuck. (laughs) 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 thank you for the question and uh we always love answering y'all's questions let us know if you have anything you'd like us to riff on and we'll see you in the next episode bye Bye, guys